Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy and Nick Verzellini. Welcome into this Football Friday edition of the Sports Mix on October 8th, 2021. Spencer Dupuy joined by Nick Verzellini. Show sponsored in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremation. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. And Nick, Football Friday. It is Football Friday, Spencer. But we also have high school football Saturday. I mean, it's football weekend. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, we'll, I mean, that's really what these shows are on Fridays. It's just complete football preview, whether high school, college, or the pros. Yeah, and it's definitely um, you know an exciting weekend for high school, college, and the pros. As uh, you know, we'll have some good games or a good game tonight, uh, and some other games going on in the EPAC. And of course, Martinsburg football is always exciting and kind of an interesting venue for them this weekend. A different type of team an ohio team and then of course on sunday we'll have some good games on the radio side uh, for you to tune into so yeah it's an exciting week um you know as always uh, i mean this is the best time of the year football season and it's going by really fast (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're already in week seven and there's literally i think what one two three four five weeks of the regular season left and there's four martinsburg regular season games left and then we'll have an EPAC game on the 5th because that is uh, the 5th of November because that is Martinsburg's bye. Gotcha. I can't remember what game we're broadcasting. We, it may not yet be determined only because we want to you know get the best playoff implication game out yeah. there. I think that will probably be the smart thing to do is kind of wait until that week or at least or the, week the, before the week before to make yeah. a decision on that. Because if we choose right now, a lot could, could a change. lot could change because you know these. I mean, a week, three weeks ago, I didn't, or probably three, four weeks ago, I didn't think Hedgesville would be making a push for the playoffs, but they're making a push, push for the playoffs right now. Yeah, they are. And, and again, this week, you know, if you want to start with the game we have tonight, yeah. the Hedgesville Muscleman game, this is a huge game, obviously, for Hedgesville. You know, we've talked about it all week. It seems like Muscleman is a team that's obviously, you know, hurting, literally. Yeah. Um, they're getting better, though. Yeah, they are getting healthier. And. But- I'll, we'll talk about it once we uh, play the uh, Coach Thomas bite, but somebody played a couple weeks ago that nobody was expecting to play again, and he's playing tonight. There you go. So, um, for Hedgesville, though, this is now a winnable game, which heading into the year, you probably didn't expect that. Yeah. And it would be a huge game for them. They're obviously sitting at 17th in the uh, WVSSAC rankings. So, if they're able to get this win, they can move into that top 16 probably. And, you know, have a chance to make the playoffs, which would be very uh, strong for a team that didn't win a team or didn't win a game in two years previous. Yeah, and I think that's that just shows how much Coach, Coach Faircloth has built this team really in one full offseason. Yeah. Because he didn't ha- – you know, nobody was doing anything last summer. that You were expecting yourself to – the coaches were expecting you to do work on your own, whether you had something at home or you were just running outside, you know, getting the agility work in outside – because you couldn't meet up. Yeah. And that was definitely something that, you know, I thought heading into the year would be concerning for a lot of these younger programs because for young high school football players, they never really experienced a full off season. And football is the sport where you are working the most in terms of off season work. I mean, I don't think people realize how much yeah. high school football players do in the off season. And that's not to say that you don't do a lot in the other sports, but I mean, football, it's like come December, hey, we're in the weight room every single day and we're, you know, doing something to get better for next season. And, and Hedgesville's done a great job of doing that. Yeah. And let's play uh, head coach Matt Faircloth's quote that he had when we, uh, when I went out there with Nick and interviewed him on Tuesday. This is a rivalry game. Anybody that's from around here knows that Muscleman and Hedgesville has always been a big rivalry. Uh, they got their special hammer for us. They got their, you know, their ritual that they do just for Hedgesville week. So, you know, at the end of the day, we're not overlooking anybody because we're not, we're not, we're not there yet. We're not better than anybody. We just gotta, we gotta execute. We gotta work all week here, get the things done that we want to do, and going into that game, focus, locked in, and ready to roll. And you know, when when we interviewed him, I don't think that as an interviewer. I phrased that question correctly 
because that question that I asked him was, you know, you guys overlook, you guys can't overlook this injured muscleman team. I should not have asked a question like that because they're not ready to, they're not ready to overlook any team. They're still building up. And I think on the muscleman side of things too, I mean, it's still a winnable game for them and it's a rivalry game and you still have a chance if you're able to, you know, turn it around here quickly to maybe make a push for that last spot in the postseason. So, you know, it's a big game on both sides and I didn't realize either how big of a rivalry Muscleman and Hedgesville is and how long those two schools have been going at it and it's been very heated. Just the 50s. I guess like Muscleman has like some sort of trophy for it or something. So, I mean, that's that's an intense rivalry right there. Uh you know, in the EPAC that maybe we weren't aware of because, well, we're new to the area. So we're just kind of learning as we go about these teams and these schools. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I obviously we just, what what you just mentioned, Nick, and when when, uh, I was out with Matt Miller getting the interview with head coach, Brian Thomas, that we'll, we'll play a little bite here in a second, you know, not knowing a lot about the area, not being here for that long, you know, coach Thomas Bennett Musselman, the head coach for I think nine years, he told us, because yeah, he started the same time as as Craig Hunter at Jefferson, and I didn't realize that he went to Hedgesville. He's a Hedgesville graduate. He played football for Hedgesville back in the day. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So, so now he's on the other side of the yeah. rivalry, and I can't imagine that really, like going to a high school and then having to coach your rival school. I don't know that that's, that's something different. But obviously, that's where the opportunity was for him as a coach, and he's done a great job at Muslim. Yeah, he's done a great job, and. uh Here's his little piece that we recorded or that we, when, when Matt interviewed him on Wednesday. I remember as a kid growing up when Martinsburg wasn't so good, you know, when I was growing up in the 90s that the, the big game was Hedgesville Musselman. You know, and you look at, you know, like I told a lot of our kids, I said back in the day, Martinsburg didn't play Musselman. Martinsburg was a triple A school. Musselman was a single A school. I said, but the one school that we've always played was Hedgesville. So, you know, the rivalry's big. Anytime you play an Eastern Panhandle game, it's big. But, you know, you look forward to the, the Martinsburgs and the Hedgesville. So, that, you know, this one's a big one for us just because, you know, it's a county rivalry game. And something that he didn't mention in this cut is that they do have all like I, you know, something that we kind of talked about off the interview because I asked him about it because I, you know, when we heard from Coach Faircloth about all the stuff that they do, he started laughing and he goes, yeah, we do do that. Um, and, uh, you know, he kind of told us about what it what it really meant and that, you know, it's kind of signifies their team. That one they've had for a long time, but they have three hammers, I guess they call them. One is an American flag hammer, and um, I can't remember what the other one is, but then one's the one specifically for the Hedgesville game that has gone back to the I, – I, I, he didn't know the exact date it was made, but um, interesting thing about that series is that in the 60s, I believe it didn't occur for one season because it was 64, 63. We'll talk about it on the post on the pregame show tonight. I don't have the paper with me that Coach Brian Thomas handed us on Wednesday, Matt has that. We'll talk about that on a pregame show. But I think it wasn't played one year because there was an actual fight in the game. Yeah, I mean, that's – and that must have been a pretty good fight, right? I mean, yeah. if they weren't playing because obviously there's been fights in high school football a lot. But if if there was that big of a fight that they had to take a year off. I, mean, I think they also took years off in basketball as well and baseball yeah. because of that. All right, well, we have reached the end of the first – Segment. The segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. We come back. We'll talk Martinsburg, and we'll set the scene for the rest of high school football Friday night in the state of West Virginia. That's next on the Sports Mix. I'm on fire. I'm on the run. You looked at me, and I was done. We're just getting started. I was singing to you. You were singing to me. I was... This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. 
stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. The excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. New tailback out there. Snap goes back. Hand off to that tailback. He breaks it. How do you like that? Kyle Whaley. He's to the 20, the 15, the 10, the 5, and into the end zone. We have EPAC action this Friday night as the 3-3 three three Hedgesville Eagles host the 1-4 Musselman Appleman. Kickoff at 7 p.m. with pregame beginning at 6 p.m., which follows the sports mix at 5 p.m. Right here on Talk Radio WRNR and on TV 10. Hello, racing fans. Get set for the best of Thoroughbred Racing action Saturday, October 9th at the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. West Virginia Breeders Classic 35 features West Virginia's finest, best, and fastest thoroughbreds. Champions are made at the Classics, vying for $300,000 from the Features Race with a million dollars in total purses. No admission fee is required for these nine action-packed races for West Virginia-owned, trained, and bred thoroughbreds. Post time is 7 p.m. Saturday, October 9th at Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. Enjoy an exciting night of racing and try your luck at the casino. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix as we get ready for a high school football Friday and Saturday. Now we'll talk about the first. We'll talk about the Saturday portion that we'll have right here, just on TV ten because of the Mountaineers and our contract with Learfield. But then we'll talk about the rest of the EPAC games on Friday tonight. Uh, the Martinsburg tomorrow. They're actually on the road right now, heading up to first. They're going to Canton because as. Uh, when we talked to Coach Sherman the other day, he said, you know, some of these kids won't ever get the opportunity to go, so they're going to stop at the football Pro Football Hall of Fame. He said, I think it's two to three hours is the guided tour time, and then they'll head up to uh, the Cleveland area after that to, to sleep, spend the night. So they'll have a full day of, you know, kind of football brotherhood today. Yeah, that would be fun. Uh, have you ever been in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, not yeah. It's, I think, like eight, nine years ago. I was there in, like, 2009 or something because I remember the Saints had won the Super Bowl. So, I guess it was, like, 2010. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. Uh, my cousin had graduated from high school, and he lives up in Louisville, Ohio, which is about 30, 40 minutes from Canton. And I remember – I still have this picture somewhere. They have that uh, Gatorade bath thing where they just have an empty Gatorade thing, and you stand in front of it. As, as if you were Gatorade Bast, and I have a picture. I still have the picture somewhere from that. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a really fun time, and I would like to go back again because I know they've done so much upgrades over the last yeah. th- two to three, four years. Yeah, the whole stadium has changed, too, since I've been there, like the Hall of Fame game stadium. Like, now it's an actual stadium, so that'd be cool to see that, too. And, obviously, yeah, it's been a long time, so I'd like to go see some of the players that have gone in and they're, yeah. they're bust and stuff like that. I think I went a year or two after um, Art Monk and Daryl Green went in. So okay. I think it was 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. Um, but I remember that because I remember going to see them and my dad pointing them out to me, saying, you know, I watched these guys in the late 80s, mid-80s, late 80s, early Darryl 90s. Daryl Green played forever. So Daryl Green did play forever, and he was able – he probably could still beat a lot of – he probably could still beat a lot of players on a 40-yard dash. He could beat me, that's for sure. <laughs> He could beat a lot of current players. Um, but let's talk more about this game. I think that's a cool thing that uh, the coaching staff and everybody at Martinsburg Athletics was able to do just for the kids because, you know, you obviously don't want to do what we're doing and get up at 4 a.m. tomorrow to go to that game 
especially when you have to play the game. Yeah. So I kind of I like what they're doing there. Um, but it'll be a, it'll be a pretty tough game defensively for the Bulldogs because this um, team for the Beavers they really like to run the ball. And uh, here's what Coach Sherman had to say about that. Yeah, they're extremely well coached. They're one of the only teams. Their their quarterback he'll fake like twenty yards. Like he uh, he's a really fast kid and uh, he's elusive. Uh, the running backs are really good, and then their guys up front um, really get after it. And you uh, know, so they're they're a team that uh, you look at and you're like, man, they they really get after it. And maybe that's a little bit of that Ohio. You know, they can practice pretty much year round and. Uh, you know, do a lot of things. So, and they do a lot of things on defense. So, you know, it's exciting, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, our guys will rise to the challenge. So, obviously, Coach Sherman has a lot to say about a lot of good things so far to say about this Riverside team. They're three and one in their, they're three and one and third in their league. Good old Max Preps. Can't believe I keep doing that. Uh, but they're three and, and one in their now. Western Reserve League. They're third, and they're five and two overall. They are 3-0 at home, and they have 234 points for and 96 points against, and they've won three straight games. Yeah, they're a program that's definitely on the rise in the state of Ohio. If you look back at their previous seasons, you know, not the best of records, but this year off to a good start, 5-2. Uh, and two, You know, they've been very competitive for the most part and have been beating up on some teams these last few weeks. So they're looking for a challenge here with Martinsburg, and even if they – lose which seems to be kind of what their coach uh doesn't expect to necessarily win you know he said they're big underdogs but um you know uh even if they lose it's a chance to to kind of scale their team see how they match up against a team like martinsburg because that's who they're going to have to face in ohio playoff football so yeah you know this is a program that i think could get to the level of martinsburg in a few years it seems like david Bors is really building a, a strong team in Painesville, and you know it's tough to win in Ohio. You know that's one of the top states in terms of high school football. So, um, you know it could be a good challenge, I think, for Martinsburg too. And I think something that you know we learned talking to them, and you know you kind of go back and look at their schedule on Max Preps, and before a couple of years ago, I think it was twenty. 20- I think he said 2018 was their first ever playoff win. Yeah, so. but before that, I guess they had a lot of uh, financial problems and yeah. pl- getting players to to be able to play because of the cost to play because you have to pay the fees to play in high school and everything. And I think that you know what he's done in that athletic department. You know, only talking to him for you know 10, 15 minutes the other day, uh, he's turned around that that whole athletic department it seems and the football program as well and it'd be interesting to see you know how they are on the field against a different state's team because it's the only out-of-state game I believe they are playing uh this year and this game we talked about him we talked to him about how this game came about I guess one of their teams in their league dropped out of their league yeah so they had an open spot and they were trying to figure it out and I guess somewhere Somehow they found the Martins that Martinsburg had an open spot on some, you know, probably forum, some coaching high school forum somewhere, and they reached out to um, athletic director Davis Moore at, at Martinsburg, and they were able to get this game going. And I, I think it's cool. You know, I've kind of gone back and forth about you know how Martinsburg has to play all these games that are, you know, distance wise, just crazy. They had, to, they had to go to Salem, Virginia. Then they had to go to Highland Springs, Virginia. And now they have to go to basically Lake Erie. Yeah, It's just a few miles off of Lake Erie in Painesville, Ohio. And I just think that, that it's crazy. But I also think it's cool because you get to face your team, one of the best teams, if not the best team in the state of West Virginia, over the last decade or so, even longer than that, to see how you face against other teams, especially when you – playing you know the perennial powerhouses in virginia and you're playing you know high school football rich ohio teams right yeah it's definitely you know a cool experience i think for the players too to get to travel see some different places you know uh you know play against different schools play against different states i guess you could say so it, it yeah it's a different experience um you know the traveling i'm sure can be tough but also like 
Coach Sherman has hinted at before. You know, you get off the bus and you play football, opposed to you kind of sitting around all day. Yeah. And well, I mean, I think tomorrow they'll kind of be sitting around for a few yeah, hours. Right. Tomorrow's different, but still, you know, it's a it's a Saturday game too, so that will be a different feel to it, which could either work in Martinsburg's favor or not. You know, you never know. Playing on Saturday in high school is definitely a different feel because you're so used to a Friday night atmosphere and then all of a sudden you're playing a 1 p.m. game on a Saturday. It, it might slow the Bulldogs down early or something like that. So that, But I don't really expect that because of how well-coached they are. That I expect them to come out and play Martinsburg football, but that could play a factor in tomorrow's game. I don't know how many – if Riverside's used to playing on Saturday or not. I don't think so. Though. No, uh, I believe they play their games on Fridays as well. Um, let me pull up the current schedule. Yeah, this is our only Saturday contest this year. Right. So it might it's probably due to obviously travel for Martinsburg. Yeah. They've made it a Saturday instead of a normal Friday. So what I think is funny is I was looking kind of at travel stuff the other day. Is I believe the tr- the furthest. So this is a roughly 330 mile trip for Martinsburg. I think the furthest they're traveling if I remember correctly, is to Spring Valley, miles-wise. I think, uh, let me just double-check my facts before I spew out something that is not facts. This is live radio, folks. Spring Valley High School. Yeah, it's 362, 375 miles, so... I mean, that's the longest trip they have is going to be their in-state school that they're playing, but they have to go through Maryland to get back to West Virginia. Right. So it kind of skews that just a little bit, but, I mean, that's crazy to think how much mileage they're going to have racked up this year. That's just the regular season. Yeah, that, that is pretty Because when they go, you know, if they have to go, you know, if they're lucky enough, like they, they have the ability to make it to the state championship, that'll be pretty far away. Isn't it in Wheeling? Yeah. So that'll be even more mileage to rack up, but they'll probably, if things stay the way they are, they'll be at home for most of the playoffs. Right. I mean, most, uh, you know, high school teams, though, that aren't, you know, the IMGs of the world and stuff like that, that aren't playing a national schedule, they really don't travel that much. And I think the longest game I played in high school is probably like two hours away. So it's, it's a very unique situation for the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Spencer. And it, it's, pretty cool i think yeah i mean i think it's it's pretty cool and i think these players are just they're like martinsburg is able to do a lot of things that other teams can't do they're playing teams that you wouldn't be able to usually play if you're a west virginia school yeah and i think that as a player that's something that's cool even though you know part of you think so not a lot of west virginia schools that are not in your conference don't want to schedule you so, I mean, if you think about it the way of, oh, we get to play games that other uh, teams don't get to play, I think that's an interesting aspect to all this. But now let's move on to the other two games in the EPAC this week. Undefe- undefeated Jefferson puts their undefeated record on the line as they host James Wood 4-1 and out of Virginia. The Colonels are coming in with a pretty tough offense. Yeah, James Wood's got a pretty good team. So this will be a challenge for Jefferson. I think it's a perfect game. Uh, for them this week because then they'll have the bye next week if they're able to win they're heading in undefeated to martinsburg and you get an extra week to prepare for the bulldogs but you also get a pretty good team to get you ready for a team like martinsburg so you know they got to take it week by week like coach hunter you know stresses to us every week but you know this is a good game to get you ready for this final stretch because they have three straight epac games to end their season so you know those are going to be challenges and it starts with this game too um, you know, this this is a big game for them, and I think it will be a competitive football game, which yeah, they if, haven't had in a while. If you look at the common opponents they have, um, Sharando is a common opponent because they're in the same conference or district, I guess. Northwestern District is what Virginia is at right now. And uh, that was their first game of the season for James Wood, and James Wood won 34-20. to uh, That was the second game for Jefferson. They won 41-14. to and then both teams also played North Hagerstown. Sharando got the 52 nothing shutout 
and Mar- uh, Martin Jefferson got the fifty-six to thirteen victory. So I'd I'd be interested if I was Coach Hunter how much he's looking at those two game films to see what the similarities are. Yeah, I I think they probably definitely took a look at those to see how you matched up against another team that is obviously common on the schedule. So, and you reading those scores, I mean, they're pretty similar. So I think James Wood should give Jefferson a good challenge here before their final stretch of EPAC play. And then uh, their final stretch of EPAC play will include a week off next week as their bye. So I don't, you know, is it good to have the bye right before you're going to face your toughest test of the season? I don't know. It depends on how tonight's game goes. If they, you know, get a little banged up tonight, that'll definitely help. I, I think it helps. I mean, if you're going to have a bye heading into a game that could determine who's going to be the number two or number one team in the state heading into the postseason, I think that's good for a team like Jefferson to get that equal, extra week of, of uh, rest and preparation for a team like Martinsburg, who pretty much has dominated the state of West Virginia for the last 10 years. So if you're going to get that extra week, I think that that is perfect for a team like Jefferson. And let's talk about the other school playing in the EPAC tonight. That is Spring Mills. They play, I believe it's a home game against Frankfurt. Frankfurt, the double-A team coming in at 4-2, and two, and Spring Mills coming in at 2-3 and three on the season. Yeah, and, and you mentioned Frankfurt, obviously a double-A team, but already have beaten triple-A Washington 21 nothing this year. So it's a good challenge, I think, for Spring Mills this week. Um, you know, I think Spring Mills has a better team than Washington this year. They've they played decent at times this season, so they're a young team. We'll see how they prevail or how they play against Frankfurt, um, you know, who's always a, a tough team at Double A. So, uh, you know, should be a pretty good game, I think, and a winnable game for both teams. I expect it to be pretty close. And obviously, Frankfurt has played pretty well this year, and it, I think it'll help potentially because i feel like frankfurt's on the higher end of 2a when it comes to competition that you're going to face out of out of a 2a you know double a school so it may help spring mills if they're able to you know play their offense play their defense play their game very well because they play martinsburg next week yep so it'll be a very tough contest and then i believe they only have one more game home game after this week and that's a team out of Uniontown, Pennsylvania, Albert Gallatin. That is the 29th of um, October. I don't know what I was saying there. But Washington, Washington is off this week. They have a bye, uh, much-needed bye to be able to kind of, you know, get everything working back together, work on a lot of things they need to where they have everybody because they didn't have a game week two against Spring Mills due to COVID, but they weren't. they didn't have their whole team, so they didn't really – get to practice as a team yeah it's i think it's kind of a much needed but also kind of bad timing because they already lost a game this season so they'd like to be playing and and kind of build that momentum if you're a team like washington who's kind of been up and down and hasn't really had a chance to build momentum all right well we're going to take our second break of the day this segment sponsored in part by orsini's home store not just appliance store anymore cabinets and designer beddings outdoor living family owned and operated 360 Hack Wilson Way Martinsburg. When we come back, we'll talk some college football. We'll talk a little bit of Shepard, some WVU, and some Marshall. That's next on the Sports Mix. Hi, I'm Annette McDonald, and I am the designer at Orsini's in Martinsburg, West Virginia. We welcome you into our store to show you a complete line of what we do here. We design your cabinetry, quartz countertops, granite countertops, hardware, anything for the full remodel of your kitchen and your home needs. We also do bathrooms, and we have flooring available, too. We make sure that your project with Orsini's is the best in the market. Welcome to Orsini's. Orsini's Orsini's.com. WVU Medicine is pleased to introduce five new providers who've joined our medical staffs at Berkeley Medical Center, Jefferson Medical Center, and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Leslie Golden, Orthopedics. Dr. Alexander Bitzer, Orthopedics. Dr. Courtney McQuillan, Obstetrics and Gynecology. Nurse Practitioner Carolyn Gable, Nephrology. And Darwin Castillo, Emergency Medicine. WVU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. 
Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. Nothing goes better with football than chicken. From Pee Wee to the big boys to the wing tee formation, a hearty meal of 12 pieces for just $9 is just what the boys need to be at their best. Oh, my. Fumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Rocks 12 pieces of chicken, just $9. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. And Nick, we'll be working on the weekend once again. Yeah, what's a weekend? What is a weekend? <laughs> uh, Sunday. Sunday. What a weekend. Right, yeah. Uh, but we'll be getting up at the crack of dawn at 3.30. Not, it's, not, it's probably before the crack of dawn, honestly. 3.30. Getting up here to the station, then leaving at 4 a.m. to get up to Painesville, Ohio, for that game that we'll have tomorrow for Martinsburg. Unfortunately, as we've mentioned throughout the week, this week we will not have the Shepherd football game on TV 10 because of the Martinsburg game. And that game will be tomorrow for Shepard at 1 p.m. at Lock Haven. And we talked with head coach Ernie McCook of the Shepherd Rams this week, and uh, he had a lot of good things to say about Lock Haven. Yeah, but Lock Haven's not the best of teams. I think uh, Shepard should win this game relatively easily. Yeah, but if you're a coach, you can't. Right, I understand that. And obviously he's going to hype up their team. But, I mean, they're 1-4. and four. They've had some bad losses already in uh, PSAC play to some good teams. Uh, Cal of Pennsylvania and Slippery Rock are probably two of the best programs in the PSAC, uh, but they did not compete against them. Shepard's another tough team. I would expect Shepard to win this one and you know put a beat down on Lockhaven, but it is kind of a cool atmosphere at Lockhaven, to my understanding. I've been up there once. Um, I visited there for a little bit, uh, but... I haven't seen the football stadium, you know, it kind of sits down the valley. So that's kind of cool. But, um, you know, I expect Shepard to win this one, uh, you know, and, and get back-to-back wins heading into Millersville next week. And if you're a Shepard fan and you want to watch this game, you can go to shepherdrams.com and go to their football schedule and click watch on this game, and it will take you to the PSAC Sports Digital Network with the Lockhaven University side that – they're scheduled to have a broadcast tomorrow around 12.30 p.m. So if you want to watch that, you should be able to watch that through the PSAC digital network. Right. We will not have that game again due to and If you're watching the Martinsburg game, too, we'll we'll provide it updates. I'm sure yeah. Colin will have updates at halftime and uh, in the postgame as well. Exactly. And now let's talk. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. Now let's talk about West Virginia. They're really needing a win this week. Yeah. And, and it's a winnable game, even though it is a ranked Baylor team, but the past two weeks have been winnable for West Virginia uh, based on how they've played. And they should have probably beat Texas Tech. Texas Tech, as we mentioned, heading in, gave up 70 points to Texas, but West Virginia was only able to score 20. So the offense is a big issue for this team right now. The defense has been pretty good, and we kind of knew that heading into the year, but Jared Dagey and the offense just have struggled for the Mountaineers and, and Baylor's got a good team. Obviously they're ranked. Um, but again, I think WVU's got a chance and they could, they could win this one, but how do they finish? How they execute on offense will definitely be key um, heading into this Baylor game. And Baylor is a two and a half point favorite tomorrow. Right. It, which is a much smaller. Well, I guess line now, according the, uh, to Caesars, the latest odds are three point favorites. Right. Not that that two really. and a half, three, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. You know, that's a big difference from the Oklahoma game where West Virginia was 17-point underdogs, obviously covered that. So, again, they can win this game, but they need to you know play a full four quarters. 
Yeah, they do, and they need to, you know, I guess you say full full four quarters. They just need to be able to play better in the second half to be able to get a lead because they've been beaten two games in a row by late field goals. And that just shows that they're just not able to continue to put up points. Yeah, the offense late has in the game. been pretty bad in terms of consistency. Yeah, and, you know, that's something if you're Neil Brown, you could be really getting on the hot seat. I think, yeah, again – Usually you give a coach about four years. This is his third season. So we'll see. And there's still plenty of time to turn around and maybe even make a push for the Big 12 championship. But, you know, Texas Tech was a a bad loss, in my opinion. They should have won that game. And then Oklahoma, you had them on the ropes. So you can turn around. This will be a tough game, I think, with Baylor. But, again, it's winnable. And you kind of need this one if you're WVU and head coach Neil Brown. You definitely do, and now let's transition to the other team in Division One FBS football in the state of West Virginia. That is Marshall, kind of on the same swing that WVU is on. Yeah, it's a three-game losing streak for the Thunder Herd. Two of the, those games were winnable. I don't think last week was winnable, even though it was close. I mean, they came back and they made it a close game. If you right. looked at the score, you thought, oh, yeah, that was a close game. Somebody just didn't finish in the third, fourth quarter and somebody finished. Marshall had to come back to even make it as it close 34, as it was. 34-14. Yeah. They had five turnovers. Marshall did not deserve to win that game and didn't really have a chance to. Um, so now this old Dominion team, who didn't play last year, typically aren't very good. Marshall's 21-point favorites at home for homecoming. Again, I didn't expect Marshall to lose last week. I didn't really expect them to lose most of their games this year based on yeah, heading into the year. You know, besides App State, I figured they'd be at least 4 and 1 at this point, but instead they're 2 and 3. And now you know, you got to win this game. And I know Coach Huff's in his first season, but I mean, this is Old Dominion. This is not a very good football team traditionally. And your big favorite, it's homecoming. You're back at the Joan. Should be a decent crowd. Afternoon game. I know a lot of people that are going in for homecoming. Yeah. I mean, Travis Smith's going. Or at least that's what he told me last time I talked to him. So, Well, he's got the day off. All right. <laughs> so if I was him, I would go too. Right. I mean, People were asking me if I was going, and I was like, no, I got to work. Yeah. It's part of the job, you know. Sometimes you got to do that in life. Part but of the job. What, what are your thoughts? Do you think Marshall can get this win? I mean, I don't think ODU is on their level, but I mean, Marshall's played pretty bad as of late yeah and i think i'm going to read a quote from an excerpt from one of the articles that uh hd media's grant trailer sports editor for the herald dispatch posted the other day um it kind of it's i'm presuming he phrased a question to them about um it's the six-year seniors that were there they were present on that 2016 team that went three and nine one of those players, a Martinsburg native in Nazi Johnson, um, he is quoted as saying, when I was here in 16, we when we when we started losing, everybody started falling apart. We started pointing fingers at the offense, that the offense could have done better, what the offense could have done better, coaching here and there. And he says that it's not the same way this year. He says it's just kind of not being able to finish games. It's just one thing, both offensively and defensively. It's just putting together three good quarters, but then one quarter you just can't play at all. It yeah. just it's just one quarter that they're not able to finish. But I think this will be a good game. You know, ODU I feel like had a lot of hype going into this season. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I I just I feel like that, but I feel like not having them them not having played last season because of COVID, they decided not to play. I feel like that really hurt them. Yeah, I mean, what they're one and four this year, yeah. so they haven't been the best. And you know, Heineke's not coming back to save them. So <laughs> the hurt, the hurt need this one. Like if they lose this game, I'm done with the season. You're done with the season, okay? <laughs> and everybody else is going to be done with them too because. We heard all this stuff. Okay, Charles Huff's going to bring the excitement back. And and they have been exciting offensively, but they haven't won games, and that's what it's about. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be out on Charles Huff long term, but at least for this season, I'm not having high expectations already. And if you drop to Old Dominion and Middle Tennessee, who are probably two of the worst teams in the Conference USA East Division, I mean, how can you be excited about the rest of the season? Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but let's talk about a little top 25 action. You know, a team 
already bowl eligible after a huge win last night. That's Coastal Carolina number 15. We'll definitely probably move up a little bit. A couple spots in the rankings this weekend. They're 6-0 and now on the season after a huge defeat of Arkansas State. 52-20 to last night. And, uh, you know, first bowl eligible team. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point it really doesn't mean nothing. But uh, let's talk about some other top 25 matchups before we hit to our final break. Uh, tomorrow at noon, number 13, Arkansas travels to number 17, Ole Miss. Arkansas still ranked 13th. Yeah. Uh, number two, Georgia at 330 travels to number 18. Ole Miss is still Auburn. ranked 17. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then probably the matchup of the day tomorrow is going to be number four, Penn State traveling to number three, Iowa. That's a 4 p.m. game on Fox. Uh, both teams undefeated, obviously. Both teams, that's going to be a big, big 10, big, huge Big 10 matchup. How about that? Huge. Um, and then uh, number 14, Notre Dame going to Virginia Tech. Um, and then not really much of a contest here. Number one, Alabama host or traveling to Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M 0-2 in SEC and obviously Alabama 2-0 and in the SEC. So I don't think that's much of a contest. Yeah, and the uh, Terps got the Buckeyes tomorrow too. Terps got the Buckeyes. I, uh, Jim Klein might be put, throwing messages up in the comment section here soon. They're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but this segment sponsored in part by both Sunset Water Service, proudly installing water softeners at WRNR TV 10 and in Martinsburg and the surrounding Berkeley County area since 1989, as well as Parsons Ford. Par- Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. That's ParsonsFordOfMartinsburg.com. When we come back, We'll talk a little NFL, Washington football team, Thursday night football game, and look ahead at the best matchups this weekend and wrap things up on the Sports Mix next. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. You've put up with your water long enough. It's time for Sunset Water Services, your local water solution since 1989, to fix your water problems. Get better tasting, better smelling, and better looking water today. Say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon. Say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes. Sunset Water Services delivers your bags of salt to you, so they'll save your back too. And our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today. Sunsetwater.com. Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! The excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. Braxton Todd cutting right up the middle. He's into the clear at the 30. It's a foot race down the near side hash mark. Look at Adams catch him from behind as he gets to him, but he breaks the tackle. Braxton Todd gets away and goes in for the score. On Saturday, October 9th, the undefeated Martinsburg Bulldogs travel to Painesville, Ohio for a matchup with the Riverside Beavers. Kickoff is scheduled for one with pregame coverage beginning at noon right here on TV10 and the WRNR TV YouTube channel. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix. We're sponsored, this segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. And let's end the show today talking some NFL. We'll talk a little last night's game. Uh, 
interesting game last night. Uh, didn't really go the way I expected it to. I kind of like the Seattle Seahawks. They're kind of like a team that I root for. <laughs> Although I shouldn't, especially when they're playing the Rams, because who's the Rams head coach? Sean McVay. Where'd Sean McVay come from? No, where'd he come from? Washington. Yeah. Should have hired him. Should have hired him. Didn't hire him. I bet uh, Colin over there, who's getting some prep work done, or doing some TV side stuff for us for later, I bet he's thinking the same thing as I am, big Washington football team fan. But Rams able to come out 26-17. to Wilson get hurt. I didn't watch the whole game, obviously. Yeah, they came out. The Rams came out 26-17 to winners, and in the fourth quarter, uh, Russell Wilson hurt his thumb or his finger. I can't remember which one. Do we have an update on that? We he's kind of kind of kind of because I was watching a little bit because I had some fantasy implications. Chris Carson was out, so I started Alex Collins and that didn't go very well. They stopped giving him the ball, and then well, I could, didn't get the ball as much as I wanted him to. Yeah, he still got. I don't know what yeah, your he got like eleven points yeah, for he, me. Yeah, I had a who did I have? Uh, but in terms of the game. You know, Wilson getting hurt obviously hurts them. Gino didn't play bad, which that has some relevance, obviously, a WVU yeah. quarterback. Uh, 10 of 17, 131, a touchdown and a pick. It was a late pick, though, wasn't it? Because I saw a lot of people saying, like, Gino lost in the game or something. Yeah, I mean, he obviously had to come in because of the injury, yeah, so it was a late. Uh, but I guess his status. in the fourth quarter, he threw an interception. Yeah, his status, uh, Wilson's status is up in the air. I mean, it, it's Friday, so he's got a long weekend to uh, rest and, you know, figure out what's wrong with that finger. But as uh, Pete Carroll said, you know, uh, Russell Wilson is, is a gamer. He'll find a way to tape up that finger, do something to be able to play next weekend. Right, and now Seattle's kind of a position where they're getting a little bit behind in the NFC West, sitting at two and three, and you know the Rams are obviously what four and one now. Uh, the yeah. Cardinals are four and zero. Oh. San Francisco's got a chance to win this week and be three and two. So you know Seattle's at the bottom of the West right now, and definitely not in the position where you probably wanted to be. But also, I could see the NFC West somehow getting maybe all four teams in i wouldn't i mean it'd be really tough to do that i don't think that's ever been done but at least three teams i think are gonna make the playoffs out of the west uh i expect seattle to be one of those teams so you know we'll see how it all goes down but obviously not the situation you want to be in at this point in the season yeah definitely and a little talk about fantasy i was mad because i didn't realize that daryl henderson was playing last night for the rams he played well because he got hurt or he was he missed the prior contest because he was hurt so i just you know he was on my bench and i didn't even think anything about it and i left him on my bench and he got me 16.4 points i would have taken that yeah i mean i would have too i didn't realize he was playing because i all week i think he was questionable and then because we were working last night on the uh, volleyball broadcast obviously wasn't fantasy wasn't on the top of mind Steelers Broncos to tomorrow, Spencer. Tomorrow? Or Sunday, sorry. <laughs> huh? Sunday, we got Steelers Broncos. What do you mean we have I was, I was moving on to the next game. I mean, we won't broadcast that, but that's our oh, next yeah. area team. Yeah. Uh, I was transitioning. Well, Sunday. There you go. First London game. Yeah. Is now, that going to be on the air? It's not on our airwaves, okay. no. <laughs> but that'll be on nfl network i just didn't realize they were back to london already honestly yep. the jets are playing <laughs> jets. somebody you waking up early for that one no i mean i'll be up early uh <laughs> but i'm not watching that game that's not going to be a fun game to watch i don't think no i don't think so either green bay cincinnati 1 p.m fox that'll be a, a, a pretty good game i think cincinnati doing pretty well this year and uh green bay obviously doing well and they got jalen smith at linebacker see if he plays having not known the playbook and then you know denver pittsburgh pittsburgh needs to get back on track and denver they're not living up to the hype so there may be a game that pittsburgh can get back on track with yeah it's it's a game i don't know denver uh we'll see if teddy bridgewater is good to go obviously went out of the ravens game they'll probably don't want drew lock in there so if they have teddy b i think they can win the game but the steelers defense can get pressure i know they had some injuries to their o-line too in denver uh, they just need more out of Roethlisberger, though, if they're going to have a chance to win that game. Yeah, they definitely are. And then we'll take a look at some other games that are big or 
We'll just continue with 1 p.m. Tampa Bay host Miami. Florida matchup there. Uh, Tua's not playing. Is he? He's hurt. I don't think he's playing yet. No. He's hurt. And then uh, New Orleans at Washington. That's a 1 p.m. game. You can catch that right here on our waves. 11 a.m. pregame show, 1 p.m. kick. Um, I guess I'll give you the the report for that on Monday because I'll be at that game. There you go. You going to get interviews? Yeah, definitely. I'm going to get interviews. Get some liners? Get some liners, definitely. Uh, Philadelphia, Carolina, that'll be an interesting game. And then uh, New England at Houston. Uh, Chicago at Vegas. Cleveland at the Chargers. That that should be an enticing game. Yeah, I think you know Baker's been dealing with a pretty bad shoulder injury. Or, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if the Browns are going to – keep winning but obviously you know this will be a good test for them and going to la should be an interesting game there uh it could be a shootout if you know the browns are able to get it going on the ground and uh they can rely on baker san francisco traveling to arizona i do believe trey lance gets the start you mentioned trey lance the other day when we were talking about trey's the best lance yeah or the best lance yeah lance land versus lance mccullers yeah, uh, we didn't even get to talk about that. We're already almost done. There's 30 seconds. There's a lot. Of, it's outro. football Friday. It's not uh, baseball Friday. But yeah, so that'll be an interesting game. Arizona, one of the best teams so far this season. And then Sunday night football, which you can hear starting at 7.30 p.m., I believe, right here on Airwaves from Westwood One's coverage. Buffalo at Kansas City. Kansas City bounced back last, last week, so it'll be great to see that game. Uh, we'll talk Monday about the Monday night matchup. Yeah, ravens Gold. Which you'll be pretty hyped to talk about, but pretty big day. Uh pretty big weekend for us I, I, if I would say so myself uh, we'll have tonight's game that is at 6pm pregame show following our show at 5pm and then the kickoff for Hedgesville Musclemen that is at 7pm then tomorrow at noon we'll have the pregame show up in Painesville, Ohio as Martinsburg takes on the Riverside Beavers with a 1pm kick for Nick Verzellini. I'm Spencer Boyce saying so long have a great weekend and We'll talk with you tomorrow or Monday.